Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Surrounded by Sounds. I'm Teddy Harrison, and today I am so, so excited to be sitting across from one of my favorite artists of the genre. That is the insurmountable, the indeterminate, the uncorruptible Quimbley Creekwater. Teddy, thanks for having me here. I, I did not understand several of those words, but uh, I, I take them all to be positive in their intention and meaning. Absolutely. Quimbley, you have been making music for something on 72 years, and they are releasing an anthology of your work called Further Down the Creek, Quimbley Creekwater's Greatest and Some of His Not-So-Great Hits. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I, like, I I really like to be truthful in my advertising, and it would be just wrong to say that all of the songs on this collection are, are good. I mean, as you said, I've been making music for 72 years, and yeah. I'm 75, so a lot of my output when I was three was me just mewling and plucking on the string of what may have been a guitar. Uh, I had only recently had uh, object permanence. You know, half of my life I'd lived without it, yeah. so sometimes it was difficult to even know if there was a guitar in front of me yeah well i mean that early stuff from your three-year-old age uh i mean that is some of the most evocative music uh even if it's so stripped down and bare um in fact let's go ahead let's take a listen to here uh this song is simply called uh well it's the letter p and then uh what i can only assume is a pound sign uh and then uh it looks like a shamrock so uh, let's listen yeah. to that. I think in this one you uh, you're plucking, and then there's also something that sounds like a, like a spatula uh, or something. Was there a lot of kitchen work? Involved? That's a good ear, Teddy. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was I was obviously being carried by my mother as mm. she uh, worked in in the kitchen. I don't mean to ascribe you know traditional gender roles. This was seventy two years ago, of course. And, yeah, you know, that's just the way it was. I was my my mother had me in a in a in a bjorn. They didn't call it a bjorn in those days. It was just a sheet and uh yeah she was cooking up some eggs and mm-hmm. i was uh cutting the track onto wax cylinder well uh let's uh, let's have a listen to that right now I think the interesting thing about that track is that uh, it sounds improvised, but it was not. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. the 17th take. Oh, really? Yeah. So your mom would carry you, and then you, yeah. and then uh, you know, again and again. She so, made so- a whole mess of eggs that day. Got you. And is that um, so? Your mom uh, really influential on your music. Old Bertha, Old Bertha Creekwater. She, uh, yeah, no, she would sing to me as a baby, uh, and as an adult man, uh, and as a teenager, most of my life, uh, really, until, uh, she tragically passed away 33 years ago. Uh, but yeah, you know, every time 
every time you know life takes something away from me i just go back into the studio in the early days it may have been something such as a block or a pacifier yeah more recently has been uh treasured friends lovers family members uh i lost a lot of money in a bad stock market deal oh gosh wrote about that yeah uh sometimes i misplace my keys Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of media material from that yeah uh I got. I watched Home Alone two, Lost in New York, and that had a big influence on me. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. I mean, I think that, uh, and that, that's what's so interesting. You know, we talk about the influence uh, of art upon art, yeah. and I remember when Home Alone two came out, there was an explosion of music that was inspired yeah. by Home Alone two. I mean, he was just a boy in mm. New York City, alone, alone. Yeah, and absolutely. Ironically, far from his home. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I mean, the only living boy in New York, obviously inspired, even though it came before. Retroactively. Yeah, retroactively inspired. Paul Simon. Yeah. He's uh, he's hooked into, Paul Simon's brain has a reverse arrow of time, so he's always inspired by the future. A lot lot of people know that. Sorry, Paul, if you're listening, I didn't mean to out you, but, uh, you know, he, he's, he's something of a, a, uh, he, he, he transcends the liminal space between space and time yes but and and quimbley that that is that that allows his music to kind of transcend but yours has always been tapped into something a little bit more grounded a little bit more rooted in in uh, something i don't know it just feels a lot more spiritual than omnipotent mm-hmm. and uh so so what i i thought that we could listen to is uh the the song that you put out you know uh you know about your mother here and uh, i also want to bring up that you know, Bertha, besides making eggs, she was actually a member of, a, you know, a blues-based choir group uh, called the Muddy Trickles. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and and you actually, I think that you revisited that in your dedication song to her um, uh, called uh, Bertha's Blues. Bertha's Blues. Yeah, th- this is this is a song that is so emotional, and and I I listen to it, and I. I find myself hunched over, you know, clutching my sheets at night, yeah. and and I will be hearing that melody in my head. Um, let's, it let's, is yeah. it is a literal earworm. It manifests as an ear and goes into your brain, much like Wrath of Calm. Yeah, absolutely. I've I've gone through so many Q-tips from yeah. trying to remove that earworm. I would warn listeners at home that if you do not want to be taken over by my artistic merit, then uh, artistic. Yeah. I don't know what you're implying, Teddy, but uh you know, maybe take the cans off for a second, but otherwise, you know, it's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh let's listen to, to have you. a symbiotic relationship with uh my over. Let's listen to the very symbiotic and haunting Bertha's blues. Hey, hey, hey Bertha. Did some papa's got some proof We're going down the lane We're going our own way We're gonna have a real good time today Gonna have a real good time today 
sweating. Look at me. I'm sweating right now. Yeah. Whew. That's incredible. Changes your core temperature. Incredible. Yeah. I'm going to have a sip of this hot tea. Oh my gosh. I still feel cold. Yeah. Still feel cold. Man, that it's, is. We call that track. That's a zero Kelvin memory. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you? There is a there's a story going around. You did record that in actual a frozen meat locker. Yeah, uh, I was very into the Rocky movies at the time. I was mm. trying to mm. train uh, much mm-hmm. like the Italian stallion. Yeah. I am, of course, a Czech uh, in my uh, heritage. But uh, oh, oh yes, mm-hmm. yeah, Creek Creekwater is not my real name. My real name is uh, Creekwadanski. Ah, Krikwodanski. Which sounds like a Polish name, but it's not. And uh, you did actually, uh, about 45 years ago, you actually decided to embrace that Czech side of yours. And you actually put out uh, an album of, you know, Czech-styled folk music. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty incredible. You know, uh, we called it Cattle Prague. Cattle Prague. That's that's an incredible evocative name, and uh, I think so. I think it evokes both uh, images of cows and also the city Prague. Yeah, which were the main two things I wanted to get across. Yeah, but it was also progressive yeah. rock. So Prague, yeah. Prague. Yeah. It was incredible when I when I first listened to it, and I and I I knew the title, and I knew what you were going for, Cattle Prague, yeah. and I was like, this is. This is some incredible stuff. There, yeah. There's your, your magnum opus called Check Yourself. Yeah. Uh, I, let's, let's listen to it just a little bit here, yeah. and, then, and then I want to get your thoughts on that on this track. Okay, Check Yourself here on Surrounded by Sounds. I think the most important thing about that track is that it does come directly before another track called Wreck Yourself, uh, which I thought, you know, kind of makes a nice pair. But, uh, you know, a lot of record executives tried to talk me out of, of making that record. They were like a Czech folk prog rock record from heretofore, uh, you know, blues man. Yes. Quimbley Creek Water. That's yeah. not going to sell at all. And they were right. It did not sell. Uh, these are some of the not so good songs that are on that collection we are talking about today um but you know uh failures are a record of a man as much as his successes and i don't want to shy away from the bad things that i've done like i mean i committed manslaughter yeah several times uh keep getting away with that one too well you know i think i'm just really uh charming 
And I think I think the songs I write about my man Slaughters are, you know, they have so much artistic merit that the judge is just like, you know, it would be a crime to lock you up. Like, we cannot cage a songbird like you. Um, much like Snoop Dogg murder was the case that they gave me, so too do you write about real-life accusations and actual crimes that you've committed. Sure. No, I let's did just, all of them. Yeah, yeah. Let's just go through. I, I want to listen to my... These are my three favorite songs about manslaughter that yeah. you've done. So let's just... Uh, so real quickly. So there was... Uh, Icy Roads. Icy Roads. There was... Uh, uh, Slippery me, When Wet. Slippery When Wet. There was uh, Timmy in the Tool Shed. Yeah. Uh, oh, Timmy. Yeah. So I, I see a lot has to do with, um, you know, driving. And, you know, yeah. it, it seems as though uh, it, it almost it almost paints the picture of, uh, of a wild Quimbley gripping the steering wheel. Yeah. Road rage seething yeah. through your very core. You know... It is, it is, it is rage. But the rage I feel is at my lack uh, uh, of ability to see. And a lot of people think a legally blind man should not drive. But you know, I say whoever is without sin cast the first stone. Yeah, absolutely. And, and there's been several legal attempts at removing your driver's license. Yes. Um, especially from Timmy's family, which it should be said, Timmy in the tool shed is not actually about murdering Timmy in a tool shed. No. It's about you driving your car. He was in a tool shed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And driving your car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, who is to say where the road begins and the road ends? And that's an example of the kind of artistic uh rationalizations I would provide mm-hmm. to the judge and he would just be like shit man shit yeah, you ever hear just a judge say that just caught off guard by mm-hmm. a profundity and he's just like mm-hmm. shit man you're right I can't send you to jail mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we have to keep that voice alive and I think that's the reason that uh, your record label has put out this incredible anthology further down the creek uh, just mm-hmm. just spanning you know some of your greatest hits and then some of the not so great hits you know yeah it, it's just it's just an incredible collection it's really it's really a historical I would I would encourage people to listen to this you know in in high school history classes just yeah. to get a glimpse of Americana you know through the ages I mean obviously mm-hmm. uh, there was your entire album dedicated to the Cold War yeah which was you know for for a minute for a Mississippi blues man who's also Check. Um, tell us a little bit about, um, you know, how did the Cold War impact you and make you feel as an artist to be living in America uh, at the time? You know, it was a time of great paranoia. You know, brother was turning against brother, sister against uh, sister. Uh, yeah. Sister, sister was not yet on television, yeah. so twisted we could not. Sister twisted wasn't sister even, yeah. wasn't uh-huh. even a thing. There yeah. were lots of sister-based entertainment that we did not have yet to consult us yeah. or console us. Rather, Paul yeah. Simon, of course, knew about them because of his backroots Tom Arrow brain. Yeah. He knew about Seven Brothers of Seven Rides, and, yeah. and you know the whole gamut. He yeah. was well well ahead of the game, but well, you know we're, we're not all Paul Simon. Yeah, and we weren't able to weather the Cold War. That the way. interesting thing is that he knew all of this, and yet he didn't save us. He. You know, Paul Simon is a vindictive spirit mm, in mm, a lot of ways. Mm. Um, trickster God. A trickster God, mm. sort of a Loki figure. Yeah, uh, he would yeah. say that it's not his duty to save us. But, He's a uh, watcher. Mm-hmm. You know, and but of course he was well aware of the Spider-Man movies and that and great power and comes yet, with great yeah. responsibility. Mm-hmm. And yet, and yet, you know, but 
I got to assume that he has seen forward to the end of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, these are issues I brought up with him in the studio when we recorded our duet, uh, which came yes. at the height of the Cold War. Absolutely. And yes. it was called, uh, you know, uh, Red hey, in the Head. Red in the Head, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. Uh, uh, great. I mean, I would I would love to take a listen to that. Just yeah, if I yeah. Could. Let me. Uh, yeah, let's cue this up here. So, Red in the Head, and this is interesting enough because is this is a duet that is uh, about being seduced by a communist uh, sympathizer, mm-hmm. which was very radical for the time. Yeah. So, yeah, let's listen to Red in the Head. Red in the head and you're not better off when you're dead And every working man's entitled to a meal in a bed And I'm not a communist sympathizer I'm just a humanist improviser Joseph Stalin, he had himself some good ideas. Oh, Paulo's not the lyrics we agreed on. You can't, uh, it, basically, if you played that song ten times in a row, that counted as a defection. Oh, really? Yeah, it was now, a strange legal loophole uh, that I had set up uh, by LBJ. Yeah, and I believe that a lot of local DJs actually ran afoul of that because they just mm-hmm. love that track. That track has so much, uh, so much passion to it. Did you and Paul Simon kiss um, at the end there? We did. That you, you heard it. I, I mean, I, it's implied, but it's hard to tell if it's an actual kiss or if it's a, you know, like a somebody mouse. dropped a, a mouse. Yeah, <laughs> could be either one, like a, a, a like a dry lipped kiss. Or yeah. somebody dropped a mouse. Well, so, yeah. Me, let me tell you, Quimbley Quequad has never kissed with a dry mouth in, in his life. Mm. Uh, mm. Uh, uh, and Quimbley Quequad, I, of course, prefer himself. Uh, I don't mean to confuse you by my third Not person talking. Not at all, uh, uh, Yeah, me and Paul Simon kissed. Uh, you know, he had seen forward uh, to basically the end of sexuality and gender, so it was mm. all free for him. And uh, Can't come soon enough. And when you look into Paul Simon's eyes, you gain some of his insight. So at that oh. time, uh, I was able to, uh, you know, uh, disband uh, and discard my staunch heterosexuality and, and, frankly, toxic masculinity that still, you know, uh, encroaches on my brain to this day. For a mm. second, the clouds were parted, and I realized that Paul Simon was a beautiful trickster god, and I must plant one on him. Yeah, that's incredible. That's yeah. incredible. Paul Simon has that effect on on many people, and I'm just—it's just fantastic to hear these stories about you guys in the studio, and uh, and we as listeners are blessed with this incredible music, Red in the Head. Wow, what a mm-hmm. great time! What a For great legal time. reasons, it's not on the collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, Obviously, yeah. You yeah. Know, Paul as Simon you would not allow it. Mm-hmm. He does not want me to be happy or make any money. No. Yeah, we actually had to play that from an old reel to reel. Yeah. So that's fantastic. So, um, you know, it, it's so it's so good that you can own up to your toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being a Czech man growing up in Mississippi yeah. uh, must not have been easy for you. Now, um, something about the, the Creekwater name that I wanted to point out is that uh, much like your kisses, mm-hmm. uh, you are always 
moist. It seems as though I'm looking at you yeah. right now, and it looks like I, you have you have pockets of mud or something. It's it's just you look soggy. Um, My endocrine system is uh, very uh, spicy. Uh, mm. I must say, and uh, I often leak fluids. Uh, mm. Sweat. Mm-hmm. My sweat gets. Uh, uh, it uh, gets a very high concentration of uric acid uric. in it, uh, and it it basically comes out uh, much like uh, drip coffee, but without the pleasing smell. It will wake oh. you up, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a not, whiff of not, that creek water. Perspiration, mm-hmm. yeah, that'll get you going. That's better than Folgers. It's like smelling salts. I mean, the best part of waking up is, is creek water uh, in your face. Mm. To be honest, is what I always tell uh, my 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 uh, my lovers. That's what you always tell your lovers, and that's what you were always telling your lovers on the consummate song "Waking Up Wet." So let's take a listen real quick to Waking Up Wet here on Surrounded by Sounds with Quimbley Creek Water. erotic of a song as some people might think waking up wet would be uh but there's something to it you know i'm a southern gentleman and i you know i I try to conduct myself with a certain amount of propriety Mm -hmm. and your style has been called chunky by Mm -hmm. some um by campbell's soup yes yeah so so to have a company like campbell's come after you because you wouldn't let them use your music for one of Mm. their soup commercials well Uh, initially i thought it was wayne campbell and i got excited and then it was the soup boys and i thought oh man fuck a duck i don't want i don't want to deal with soup yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, the soup industry is tough in that uh, its its allure is strong, but mm-hmm. the money isn't there. Now, no. Wayne Campbell, sure, that would have been that would have been incredible. I'm already envisioning what that would have been like—the collaboration between you two. It would have been amazing. Uh, sadly, never came to pass. Uh, you know, I would have liked to kiss him and compare that to Paul Simon. Yeah. So why don't we go through? Uh, what are three artists that you wish that you had had the chance to kiss, and your three favorite artists that you have kissed? Obviously, Paul Simon being one of them. Yeah. Uh, so let's set aside Wayne Campbell because you know, unimpeachable. I don't, don't want to yeah. dwell on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, my top three that I would like to kiss. Yeah. Top three uh, artists that you'd like to kiss that you have not. That I have not. Yet. Uh, Peter Gabriel. Mm. Uh, David Bowie never gonna get the chance. Mm. Uh, Rest in peace. Yes. Uh, I guess Dave Matthews. I do not care for his music, but he's got good bones. Good bones, which is important to you. Yeah. Yeah, especially with your calcium deficiency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I often like to imagine that when I do kiss someone, 
that uh, I am stealing some of the nutrients and essence. Mm, that oh, much like Paul Simon, you gained his vision for a second, you know, for yeah, a moment, yeah, for a moment, uh-huh. only for a moment. Uh, so yeah, so those are the three that you wish that you had a chance to kiss: Peter Gabriel, yeah. obviously David Bowie. I think everybody in the world would love to kiss David Bowie, and then yeah. Dave Matthews for his strong bones. Yeah. Now, who are the top three that you have kissed? Obviously, Paul Simon. That was transcendent yeah. and left us with the wonderful track "Red in the Head." Yeah. Uh, so for the other three, it's going to be all three of them boys from Hanson. Oh. Yeah. All three of the Hansons. Okay. And uh, we we kissed all together. We had four mouths together at once. So to be honest, uh, I did not get a full kiss on any of them. But got you. even the partial One. kisses I got was so much. I mean, um, bop, let me tell you. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, so a three-way kiss with Hanson. Mm-hmm. That is your top three besides Paul Simon. That's fantastic. And yeah, you've never been shy about collaborating with artists young and old. Yeah. In fact, uh, you have a track here, uh, which is called Baby Goo Goo. Mm -hmm. And this is actually you just lingering outside of the delivery room. Yep. Uh, This was an interesting track. Um, I can't really hear any other instrumentation, although I think there might be... uh, I'm sorry, is there a slide whistle? There's a slide whistle. Uh, there is an EKG monitor, and then there's just some babies. Okay, let's and of course my singing. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, let's let's take a quick listen to this, baby goo goo. I want my baby back. I want my baby back. You know, obviously I started recording music as a baby, as a three-year-old. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I have no prejudice against the extremely young in their artistic endeavors. Yeah. You know, I, I believe that we are all, you know, if you're an artistic being, you're an artistic being from birth. You got it in you and you can't hold it in. Yeah. It's going to come out one way or the other. Well, and you've got a great ear for it because three of those babies went on to win a Grammy. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. As handsome. Mm-hmm. Incredible talent. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. Now, did I feel weird kissing them when I'd known them as babies? You better believe it, Teddy. But, really? But, but not so weird that I did not do it. Right. Yeah. It didn't stop you. You have been uh, staunch in your pursuit of creative perfection uh, yeah. and 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 you will not back down when it comes to a three-way kiss it sounds like well this has just been fantastic and uh, and before we go uh, hey. is there uh, is there any any song in this anthology that you would encourage for people who haven't heard any Quimbley but they want to go out and they want to buy a whole bunch of music from an artist that they've never heard of what song would you say that they should queue up first uh, well, that's a very interesting uh, question, and uh, you know, I, I, you know, it's a tough one for me to answer. And uh, oh. wait, oh, who's that? Hey, are you guys almost almost done done in there? Oh, Paul, I told you to wait outside. You're not. You, sorry, Paul's time yeah. is here. He's picking yeah. me up. Hi there, Paul. Hey, how's it going? It's hey, the- Teddy. I've seen the moment where your life ends. 
Uh, thank you, Paul. I appreciate that. It's uh, gonna be weird. You know, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm fine with not knowing. I'm fine with not knowing, Paul. Okay. Yeah. Still, I'm gonna I, write a song about it, that's and you'll fun. know. Okay, but I still can't forgive you for letting those Spider-Man movies happen. You saw them coming, and you let them happen anyway. Well, you know, if do you mean the Sam Raimi ones or the Amazing Spider-Man series? Yes. Yeah, all of them. Oh, I'm sorry. You saw them all coming, and you let them just happen. You know, Paul, Paul and me, like, the, the reason Paul's picking me up is we're actually going to go back into the studio uh, to and try just and kiss. Just, well, I haven't decided yet. Oh, okay, okay. But maybe some music, some music should surely come out. So, so maybe we come back in about a year or so, and we'll be talking about a new addition to this anthology. Maybe I mean they would. I mean, would that would that cause some economic problems for you, uh, Quimbley? Uh, yeah, I mean it, it would kind of uh, undercut the collection I'm releasing right now to release a further version of it in a year. Well, let's do that. That sounds great. I hope you die. All right, Paul Simon. Uh, thank you so much for stopping by, and Quimbley oh. Creek Water. Thank you so much. It has been such a pleasure. Well, uh, I guess that uh, I'll let you get to recording with Paul. And uh, yeah. thank you so much for your time. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I thank you. Uh, I'd say we go out on a track. Uh, it's called Long Road to Goodbye. It seems fitting. Long Road to Goodbye. Yeah. Not a long road goodbye, but a long road to goodbye. And we are going to close with this on this episode of Surrounded by Sounds with Teddy Harrison. I have been blessed this episode to be joined by Quimbley Creekwater, the anthology Further Down the Creek, The Greatest Hits, and A Few Not So Great by Quimbley Creekwater. Thank you very much, Teddy. Hurry the fuck up, Quimbley. Yeah, I'm coming, Paul. Jesus. Yeah, Paul, we're recording. Long Road to Goodbye on Surrounded by Sounds. It's a long road to goodbye And I can't tell you why But you're sure to forget How you took your first steps On that long road to goodbye Long time to forgive Longer than you might live We'll leave a note on your grave If we find you've been saved It's a long time to forgive
But being alone is your comfort zone And it's a long way to the end Forget how you took your first steps on that long road to goodbye. Yeah, you're sure to forget how you took your first steps on that long road to goodbye.